Welcome to the VIP Show Podcast. This is Jose Aristimuño, bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know the VIP Show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Jose Aristimuño. This is the VIP Show, where we bring you the top entrepreneurs and business owners um, up for a lifetime. Today, I got the great, great pleasure to welcome my friend, serial entrepreneur, Ken Clothier. Ken, what's going on, brother? What's happening, man? Glad to be here, brother. Thank you so much, man. So, you know, little, you know, little, little backstory here, guys. Me, me and Ken were chatting offline for a second. I, I, I'm in Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, for those of you guys who, who are international or maybe not from Florida, it's an hour north of Miami. And it comes to comes to give that Ken lived in Boca for ten years. Exactly, brother. I know the way. I know the area well. Very cool, man. Very cool. So I feel like you're right here, man. We're we're in separate. We're in different states. You're in California. I'm in Florida. But I feel like we're in the same room, man. And I, that's the way I like for this to feel. Okay. Um, who is Ken Clothier, man? Give me you. you you're in you're in the street. A stranger comes up to you, stops you. Who are you? You know what? What would you say? You know, I probably you know, just tell people exactly what you what you said. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been I've been an entrepreneur since I was 17 years old. You know, I was really fortunate. I, I built um I built a really big business by the, from the time I was 17 till the time I was 30. Actually, down there in Boca Raton, Florida, mm-hmm. uh, that became the seventh largest privately held company in the state of Florida. And, yeah. and I say I was fortunate because uh, although I built a business that was doing you know, almost $2 billion a year. Uh, I got run out of that business. My partners and I had to run in. Two bill- well, he right. said $2 billion, everybody, with a B, right? He said, you said that's, billion, right? I want to make sure exactly, I'm being correct. That's exactly right. That's okay. exactly right. And, uh, you know, I, I walked out of there in a huff one day and proceeded over the next two years to lose everything I'd ever built, which was extremely humbling um, and devastating, all in the same same breath. And But it led me to real estate, and it led me to something that I'm extremely passionate about, which uh, is – showing people how they can get involved very, very easily in a business that can build massive, massive wealth for them and uh, kind of change their lives. Like it's changed mine. You know, we're sitting here now, we flip 800 properties a year um, in nine cities and manage 7,500 properties for our investors from all over the world. And along the way, we just happened to build a software and education company that educates 60,000 people a year. So yeah, wow, real estate wow. business has been very, very good to me. That is amazing, brother. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Now, let me talk, let me, before we get into real estate, and I want to talk about when you got, you know, you 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 had this huge, massive company. You say that you, you know, sort of you went through a big, massive failure too, right? You lost the company. What, you know, whatever you can share and what you what you, what you, what you were able to share, how did you lose that? What happened? And, that, and how did you get, you know, how did you pick yourself back up? Yeah, it's a great, I mean, it's a great question. Look, uh, I, we are all just a product of our own experience, right? So from 17, when I started this company with my father in Memphis, Tennessee, to the time I was 23, we were doing probably $50 million a year. Um, you know, it was a wild ride. I did not go, I didn't go to college. I didn't do any of that stuff. Just know, I just knew how to, uh, what is called arbitrage. I knew how to find grocery items uh, in wholesalers and distributors and retailers all over the world where the manufacturer was selling them at a discount and I would buy them in bulk at a discount, put them on a truck and ship them to other places where the manufacturer wasn't selling at a discount. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I figured out this little niche that nobody knew about 
um, and we were just crushing the game. And then, you know, a company out of Boca bought our company, asked me to come down there and, you know, 27 years old, kind of threw me the keys to an $800 million a year company and said, Woo, 27 managing $800 million. Yep. That's, that's, do that's, do, that's not we, light we, work, man. That's, imp- I mean, that's some no, serious it, stuff. It was a, it was, yeah. You know, what's crazy though, is that when it happened, it seemed perfectly logical to me. You know, I'm 50 years old now. So now when I look back, I'm like, what in the heck were those guys thinking? But <laughs> at the time, that just tells you where my head was, yeah. is that it seemed completely natural because I had never failed at anything for 10 years. I was really good at what I did. And, you know, as as, as the story goes, we turned $800 million into $1.8 billion in you know, a little over two years. And so when you're in that headspace, and this is what I would share that, Again, we are just a product of our own experiences. I had never failed. I had never fallen down. I had never had any of the hard knocks. I'd never gotten my teeth kicked in. I'd, none of that had happened to me. Mm-hmm. And so I 100% believe that all the success, everything that was going on in my life, everything that the company, it was, it was because of me. And I was the guy where all you had to do was ask me, right? I was that just pompous, uh, very, very cocky guy that, you know, just, and, and again, I'm a product of my own experience. Mm-hmm. And so lo and behold, you know, I had a run in with my, my partners. It was about money and it was about ownership. And I just in a huff literally thought about it for 30 seconds, walked out of there like that and just said, I'm done. I'm out. And if you'd asked me two minutes before, um, I was going to spend the rest of my life doing what I was doing. Two minutes later, you know, I was throwing my throwing my bag in my car and say, I'm out of here and I'm going to go build I'm going to go build it all again and I'm going to do it without you guys. And I'm going to make you regret that you ever let me get, get walk out the door. Wow. Which is a horrible way, by the way, to go start a new business. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's not, the, that's not the energy or maybe the attitude. That's not the energy. That's not the headspace. You don't want to be in any of that. Right. Sure. And so I proceeded to make every make trying to take employees, trying to take customers, you know, lots of lawsuits going back and forth, just basically like a bad gambler. I was chasing it all the way down instead of trying to run and build I'm constantly getting drugged down into, you know, situations I didn't want to get drugged into because I was just making bad decisions. And, and, and how old were you when, when you were going through all this? How old were you? I had just turned 30. Okay. Okay. So you're still pretty young. You're still pretty young. Yeah, 30 years old. I mean, I'm 30 years old and I, and quite frankly, I didn't, didn't think I was going to fail then. I mean, I thought I had it all figured out again and proceeded to, you know, two years took me 22 months actually to blow through every single dollar I'd ever earned and saved. Um, and well, how, about, how much, how much money, how much, how much money I want, I want people to know and like really imagine how much money. I, did you blow I, up? And that, and that experience, basically I had a, a little, I had just recently gone through a divorce as well. And so I had a little over $3 million just sitting and I put it all to work. And in 22 months it was all gone. It's like uh, 32 years old. You have zero to your name. Zero to my name. Wiped out. Wow. And, be, and part of that was because I was, and again, just telling you how young and naive and dumb I was, is that um, as I'm building the business, you know, there are laws in place to protect you when you're doing that kind of stuff. But I had too much pride. And so instead of allowing bankruptcy and those types of things to uh, to shield me and protect me, I just decided I was going to go pay off all the creditors and everything that I was doing personally. I Nobody would ever be able to say anything bad about me. Which, well, you could have gone bankrupt and, 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 you know, liquidate some of that stuff and you wouldn't have to deal with it at least. And it would have given right. you a, I mean, a little a cool breathing room. To be able to say, it's a cool thing to be able to say now that I never actually filed for bankruptcy and I made every one of my partners and everybody whole. The reality of it is, is there is a much that that 
I, I chose the hardest way you could possibly do it, right? Um, starting completely from zero. In fact, I, I can remember very clearly that um, on December 22nd, I went to an event. Um, I had just moved into my girlfriend's apartment, right? And so here I go living on the intracoastal, the boats, the cars, the watches, everything. And, you know, fast forward just a few months later, now I'm living in an 800 square foot apartment in Delray Beach, Florida with my girlfriend mm-hmm. um, and trying to figure out what, what my next move was going to be entertaining all of my worst thoughts, you know, Oh my God, I've melted this whole thing down. I have no, I'm now divorced. I've got, I've melted. Did you ever contemplate, uh, did you ever contemplate suicide? I actually did. And, uh, and, and got about as close as you ever want to get to that. Right. It was really bad. Yeah. Uh, When I say entertaining all your worst fears, that's exactly what I mean. I mean, it was, it was, there's nothing when people, when I talk to people about visiting, uh, visiting the edge and looking over into the abyss, I know exactly what that feels like um, very, very well. And thank God, you know, I was up late one night and saw some late night infomercial talking about real estate. And I just happened to go down there and I had a little over three grand left in the bank. I'd made every bad financial decision for the last two years. So I didn't even trust myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, you know, I made an investment in a course and Fast forward 60 days later, by then I'd already put my first house and it meant everything to me that I'd done something in a completely different industry, no name, no brand, no, you know, no relationships, nothing. I mean, I've done tens of thousands of transactions since then, but I'll tell you, I remember that one the best. Of course, of course, of course. It's not, and it's not even about how much money it was about that. That was the turning point for you. That's where you sort of it represented, it represented a brand new chapter and how long did it take you from the $3,000 that you had in the bank to that first flip to start making a little bit more money to sort of truly get, get yourself back, back up? Well, luckily, you know, my, my story, my path is going to be different than a lot of people, right? Because number one, I was raised in an entrepreneurial family. And so uh, I was always taught that good isn't good if great is expected. I was never expected to go to college. I was never expected to get my education. I was expected to go fight for my dreams, right? And so... That ended up being a real blessing at, at that particular moment because I, was, I, I wasn't looking anywhere else. My back was against the wall. So my journey was, all right, I made this investment. Now i got to go make it work. And I think that mindset, of, yep. uh, that, that changes the game. So 100%. You, Fail, failure it. was not an option. I'm either going to make it or yeah. I'm going to make it. It changes the game, right? And so I did my first deal in a little over 22 days, um, made $8,200. And then over the next 18 months, I did 91 deals and made over a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that just had to do with, Hey, I know what it takes to grind and drive and do. And if you give me the mechanism and I, and I understand it, uh, I can, I can do what I need to do to make it happen. And, and there, there's, that's, there's nothing about building a business there. Let's just be real clear. That is about income. That is about making it work. Do whatever you got to do. There close, is no close a deal, close a deal. Yep. I mean, just. There's no business, right? It's just, hey, I got a tool and I'm going to make it work. Go, 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 go. I, I put in more hours. I put in more leg leg work. I get paid more. It's that simple. And, you know, the big pivot comes when you – when I think every entrepreneur has to go through that. Mm-hmm. You can't skip that process. You got to go through the grind, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have that light bulb go off one moment where you're going to figure out that, man, if I take my foot off the gas, then the cash register stops singing. I got I to gotta figure out how to actually use leverage and turn this into a business. And mm. that's kind of what happened for me is I realized that now 
I'm newly married. I got a, a new little girl on the way. And Congrats, I, man. It, amazing. Amazing. I, 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 I knew I wasn't going to spend any time with her. And so it was like, okay, I got to do this. And so I turned it into a business. And then the rest, as I say, is kind of history. Now, so so talk to me a little bit about, so you, you went through all this. You start building back your businesses. Um, and I agree with you 100%. It's nonstop grind. Consistency, consistency, consistency all the time. Um, what would you say for somebody for somebody who's maybe starting out today and, and now we got social media, you know how important that is, right? I mean, when you were growing up, you didn't have probably social right. media, right? So like, no, what, not at all. Okay, so what can some of the new age entrepreneurs do today using branding and social media to grow at a faster rate maybe and still go through the process that, you, that you're speaking, that you're talking about? Well, you kind of have to wear two hats right there, right? So social media is everybody's best version of themselves, right? Mm -hmm. So first off, you got to understand that, number one, you can't pay attention to any of that and, and live in a world where you are trying that, – that comparison of what somebody mm -hmm. else is doing, that version, can be your worst nightmare as an entrepreneur. You cannot – you can't play that game at all. On the contrary – the game you can play on social media, on branding as a whole, is that you have to understand that everybody is looking for their tribe. Everybody is looking for a place that they belong. Everybody's mm -hmm. looking for connection. Mm -hmm. So bringing value to an audience and starting at the ground, right? Hey, here's what I'm doing. Here's the wisdom I can share. Here's the things that are going on in my life. Here's how I process orders. Here's how I find buyers, find sellers, find customers, whatever it is, whether you're in gyms, whether you're in e-commerce, supplements, uh, real estate, whatever it is documenting the process, bringing value there. Again, it's that attraction marketing. You're bringing people into your world that ultimately, if you do it right, well, there's going to be a portion of them that are going to want to do business with you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If people do business with people that they like, know, and trust, building that, building that connection is extremely, extremely valuable. Um, and all of those tools are available to you and they're all free. I mean, being able to do this, it's you know, everybody's walking around with a camera in their pocket. Turn it on. Turn it don't on. overthink it, right? Don't overthink it. Turn it on and talk. And, you know, I tell people all the time, well, people say, well, you know what? I don't like the way I look on camera. Let me help you, dude. That's the way you look. Who cares? That's who you right? are. That's who you are. And nobody dude. cares. You, and you're going to be stuck with that for the next, hopefully, 80, 90 years, 100 yeah, years. You're so. not changing it, baby. You're not changing it, baby. Just go with what you've got and don't overthink this. People are being trained to think in 15, 30, 60-second segments it's not that hard to turn it on and provide some shred of value and not overthink it. It's just not that. And social media in that regard is all about, you know, big picture. It's all about building a brand, building awareness, being top of mind, being when somebody thinks about your product, your service, what's going on, you want them to think of you first. And if, if they know that you sell life insurance or that you sell supplements or that you, you know, you run a marketing agency, and somebody in their world is asking about that. Oh, you know what? I know this guy, Kent, right? Or I know this girl, Ashley, or I know that guy, Sam. Whatever the case, that's that's the whole point of social media. That's, 100%. It's, it's, it's meant to be, be social. It's a network, right? It's, it's it's digital word of mouth. It's still word of mouth, right? It's that's just, exactly what it is. That's a great way to say it. Um, Digital word of mouth. I like that. I, you know, I, I never thought about that, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, you know, it's digital. It's, it's a cloud. What do you think, Kent, um... For people who want to get into real estate, they don't know a whole lot about real estate. They they want to flip that first home, apartment, or whatever. I got I know nothing about real estate, right? Um, how do I get into it? The easiest way to get into real estate is what is called wholesaling. 
right? And what wholesaling is, and the easiest way I can describe it to somebody is think about it like this. That if, you know, I got a sheet of paper here. If I was to go down the street and buy a lottery ticket uh, from the convenience store here in San Diego, and I suddenly, the num- my winning numbers were called, um, and suddenly it tells me I get to, I'm going to win $30 million. They're going to pay it out over the next 30 years, period, right? A million dollars a year. Well, this ticket in and of itself is really valuable. The ticket is the asset. Until I cash it in, the ticket itself represents real value. I'm going to go put this in a safety deposit box, whatever I'm going to do, right? I'm going to do whatever. I'll go put it in my safe. I'm going to do whatever I can to protect it. Equally, what you need to understand is that if, if this is $30 million, a million dollars a year over 30 years, I can go out right now and J.G. Wentworth or some other company will come in and say, you know what, Kent, we'll give you $10 million today. We'll, we'll buy that ticket from you, give you $10 million cash, and we'll sit back and collect that $30 million for the next 30 years. We're willing to wait to triple our money. But if you need it right now, we'll take it. Wholesaling is the exact same way. What happens is, is I can go out today and I can put a property under contract. It doesn't matter if it's 100000 or if it's $10 million. I can go and put a property under contract at a discount where I've been able to effectively negotiate and say, I, your $500,000 house, I will give you $350,000 all cash, and I want to close in the next 30 days. And at that point, I have no money in the deal. All I have done at that point is create a lottery ticket. That's it. I've created an asset, a contract. And what will happen is people will step in and they will buy the actual contract. Hey, they will actually come gotta, for, with a 350 cash. You 350 and plus a fee to me. Okay. They'll come in and like, hey, oh, you've been able to, you've got a lottery ticket that says you got to, you get to buy a $500,000 house for 350. We'll give you 375. You take 25. We'll go close with the 350. We get to buy this $500,000 asset for 375. We're in. That's wholesaling. And what people need to understand is that you're effectively doing a real estate transaction with no money. You're not actually paying for anything, but you realize that there are people out there that if you can negotiate a good deal, they will gladly pay you a fee and step in for your position in the contract. Beautiful. And that is, that is a, an amazing explanation. And thank you you know, for that. That's so much value. Now, where do people go to find the people who might be interested to, to sell their house today? Right. Number one. And number two is how do you is it just got is it just overly confident? Because how do how do you deserve certification that you got to go through? So you, so you have so you can sort of basically say I'm the middleman for both sides to trust you. Is it just basically good old negotiation skills? Well, this is let me let me guess. what number one. This is not a plug, but this is what I teach people to do. So you ask. So I'm going to tell you. Right. So, yes, we, we provide a certification to people to teach them how to be wholesalers out there. Now, but that doesn't take away from the simple fact that they're going to have to go and, and do the grind. Now, what is amazing about the world we live in today is we live in the information age. So you use a software program like ours that where I can go into any market, any zip code, anywhere in the United States, and I can tell you right now, in a matter of 30 seconds, what's every vacant property in that market? What's every foreclosure in that zip code? What's every um, house that's, uh, you know, owned free and clear. What's every house that is in tax default, whatever. I mean, every bit of that information is now readily available uh, through software programs like ours and up to the minute. Show me every property where the MLS listing just expired. 
mm-hmm. equally on the other side of the equation. And this is why it makes it, you know, a beautiful business is I can also tell you who's everybody, who is everyone that paid cash in any market. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, okay, that guy in that neighborhood, he paid $500,000 for one, two, three, four, five, and he paid for three, four, five, six, and he closed on him last week and he bought him in this company name. And here's his phone number. Here's his, because it's all a matter of public record. When you do a real estate transaction, it all is a matter of public record. Mm-hmm. But until now, all that information was held at the county courthouse or the uh, county recorder's office. And it was very, very messy. So guys like myself and several others, you know, have invested a lot of money over the years to go and create software programs that clean up that data and make it really simple for somebody right off the street to come in and say, wait a minute, I see that Sam is paying $500,000 in this neighborhood. And I see that there's 10 vacant properties. Let me go and talk to Sam and ask Sam, hey, Sam, if I can get you a house and sell it to you for 500, are you interested? Yes, you are. Now let me go market to those vacant properties and see if I can get somebody on the phone or go meet face-to-face and see if I can get a house under contract for something less than 500 grand. That's all I need to know because the the spread, that yield is my profit. That's it. That's right. That's right. If you can get it for, if you can get it for 400, He's gonna be happy because he got a he got a he got a you know under underpriced you know property and then you're gonna make some cash in the in the meantime. So it's never been easier than right now, and quite frankly, COVID has only made it easier because there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there that you know they are more inclined to do business with you over the phone than they ever have been or over Zoom like this. That's right. Right. So you know you can be sitting in San Diego like I am right now and be buying houses virtually over the phone or through a Zoom in Phoenix, Arizona, or Memphis, Tennessee, or Boca Raton, Florida, because now people are preconditioned to do business like this versus, hey, you need to come into my house and see me. I love it. Is there a specific market right now in the United States that you think is the hottest one right now? Or is it, I can you tell say? you that the most, most exciting market, um, and it sounds kind of weird to say, but the most exciting market that, that you know is going to bounce back, but you know there's opportunity in it right now. Is it would probably be Las Vegas for sure, mm-hmm. because Las Vegas has been hit, been hit particularly hard with COVID, um, and so there's a lot of people that are under distress and need to sell their properties, and they're willing to take some type of discount to get out from underneath it. And then you've got a lot of cash investors that clearly know that Vegas will live to to fight another day, and so they're willing to put their money up. Vegas, right now. Vegas is here to stay. What happens in Vegas doesn't always stay in Vegas. <laughs> isn't exactly. that, isn't so that playing, fact. playing in that in-between right there is really, really sexy. That's right. That's right. That's, that's exactly right. Ken, man, anything else you want to share with, with the audience? You know, one, one more piece of advice you can tell young entrepreneurs, especially that are trying to get in the game. They want to make it. What is that one piece of advice? You know, I, I get asked that a lot. And I will tell you, I'll just use an analogy. My advice would be get in the game, get rent, you know, go take your hits, get punched around, get knocked around. If I, you know, if you and I were chatting and, and I told you, um, hey, brother, I, I'm, I've watched every YouTube video. I've listened to every podcast. I've read every book about what it takes to be a UFC fighter. I think I'm ready to go in the ring. Put me in the ring. Call Dana White. Get me a championship fight. You'd be like, brother, you have lost your mind. But unfortunately, that's I see a lot of people do that when it comes to business, especially young entrepreneurs. Hey, man, I've listened to all the podcasts. I've listened to I've watched all the YouTube videos. I've done all this stuff um, and I've tried to check every box, get everything right. I think I'm ready to be a champion. I'm one. I'm ready. Get me in the game. And if it doesn't happen immediately, then there's something, you know, 
It must be a scam. Must be something wrong. No, that's, that's what they all say, right? They don't make it in the right. next 48 hours. It's a scam. Yeah. <laughs> this is business, guys. I mean, this is, listen, think about what it takes to be a champion. If you wanted to be a champion, an MMA fighter champion, what would you, one thing you would want absolutely have to do? Get in the ring. Train, practice, go, get yeah, dirty, go get, get punched, go, go get beat up, right? Go get knocked out, go get choked out, go break a few bones, go get a few black eyes. And then by the way, every time that happens, go back to your corner and a coach is going to look over your shoulder and go, you missed this, you missed this, fix that. And you're going to get all those reps over and over and over. And every time you do that, you're getting better. And then ultimately, that's how you become a champion. What I, what I see people do, they're afraid to get in the ring, and when they they think that they want someone else to get in the ring for them and collect the check, it doesn't work like yeah. that. It's like man, just you got to get in there. You got to get ready to get hit. You got to get knocked down. You, it's part of it's the struggle. You embrace the struggle. That's all the good stuff. You get hit and you get hit enough, you're going to learn what it looks like to become a champion. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, serial entrepreneur. Top of the top, Ken Clothier, man. Ken, I cannot be more grateful to you, man. On behalf of everybody at the VIP show, the audience that is listening, that is watching, everything you have set today, man, has just been pure, pure, pure gold and volume, man. So where can people go find you today um, so they can learn more about you? Yeah, you know, hit me up on social media. Instagram, it's at Kent Clothier. On Facebook, it's at Kent Clothier. Or, you know, just go to KentClothier.com. I'm happy to help and connect with anybody. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you are listening. You are watching the VIP show. Don't forget to uh, subscribe. Let's do this again next week. Thanks a lot.